You know, one of the favorite things that I really love to do is study the Bible, read the Bible, study the Bible, because I just want to know. I like to have information. But for years, for many, many years, what I found almost impossible I didn't like doing was when it came to all them long genealogies. Until one particular year, it just occurred to me, I, I had a whisper in my spirit. It was more like God was saying to me, why do you think I kept all those names there? I tried to defend myself. I was like, ah, but them names are so, some of them are so tongue twisting and all of that. And then he said to me, pay attention. If God says something, he is going somewhere with it. So pay attention. And you're welcome. This is Walk With Me with Anne Ajadi. We've been talking identity. We've been answering the identity question and how best to answer the identity question and to go to the very beginning, go to where it started, go to how it started. Why identity? Why do we have to do all of this? What I find is that, you know, if you want to begin anything, you are, you are searching for anything, start at the very beginning. And hey, the Bible starts with Genesis. So today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to try and trace some things again, answering the identity question on Walk With Me with your girl, Anna Jadi. I hope you have been finding the previous episodes very rewarding. I hope they've been blessing you. Today, we're just going to go to, you know, answer some more questions, basically. And all of this is coming from when it struck me that many of the things that we do in life is because we do it from the place of who we are, how we, what we think, our outlook to life and all of that. And our outlook to life really stems from who we have come to believe ourselves to be. So really, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know, if you can't trace your roots, if you cannot trace your, you know, answer some salient questions in life. It will color how you look at life. It will color how you respond to all the things that, all the, you know, scenarios that life produces in front of you. So today we're going to, you know, try and answer some of the questions. And I like to have simplified it. You know, by I went back to Genesis and I started when they started to list the genealogies, meaning who go, who gave birth to who and all of that. And so we start with Genesis chapter four, verse seventeen. That's where it starts with. It says, uh, the, it, in my Bible, it says, um, the descendants of Cain. So we have Cain. Cain, as you know, is this first son of Adam and Eve. So Cain had Enoch, Enoch had Irad, Irad had Mehujal, Mehujal had Methushal, Methushal had Lamech. And what I find interesting is there's something really noteworthy about the person. Then they stop, the, the Bible stops and tells you something about that person. So in this case of Lamech, for instance, 
It says Lamech married two women. The first was Ada and the second was Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jebal and Jubal. And Zillah gave birth to Tubal, Cain. You know, and it goes on like that. The next time we read about genealogies, they go all the way. The Bible goes all the way back to Adam. Adam had, after, you know, the saga with Cain and Abel, Adam had Seth. And um, Seth grew up. He himself had a son. The son is Enosh. And... The Bible starts to list them again, you know, it lists them again. Enosh had Canaan, Canaan had um, in uh, Mahalalei. You see why I don't really like that, but you see, they are important. All those things are important, not just the fact that God details them in the Bible, because God does not, if he gives you a detail, he wants you to do something with it. And all of these things have their meanings. For instance, today, just today, I discovered that in Genesis, the names of the names of the tribes of Israel was just talking about, about the coming of Jesus. In other words, if you look at their meanings, it just introduces Jesus. In another piece that I had written, I said that the whole of the Bible is the story of Jesus. So don't just gloss through the Bible. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't just gloss through the Bibles. There is a reason some things were placed there. There is a reason they were written there. There is a reason everybody's name was said, who gave birth to who in other, uh, and all of that. So the question of identity is a real question to be answered. That's what I discovered in my short days in life. I discovered that it doesn't matter. You could have been born by a prostitute. You could have been abandoned by the wayside. You were born by a man and a woman. You were brought to life by a man and a woman. So your identity is pivot. The real, you know, by the time we trace and trace and trace and trace it, we trace it all the way back to Adam Adam all the way back to God, or in our case, all the way back to Jesus. So our identity is in Jesus and all of that. So, but you know that before we get all to all the tracing, we find that we wake up here on this side of eternity with all kinds of identity, all kinds of scenarios, all kinds of circumstance that brought us to be, you know, Take, for instance, Olaide. Olaide means wealth ruled in. She was born by poor parents. Her mother was housekeeper to the church administrator. Her dad was the church security guard. Even though their family setting was humble by God's divine positioning, they were exposed to higher strata of society because of their work. Mr. James was a church administration. He had friends across social classes. Middle class himself, it was easy to flow higher and lower at will. His house hosted the creme de la creme of the society. This afforded Olaide's mom and by association, Olaide, the opportunity to at least hear their speeches, you know, see their graces and sometimes partake of their largesse. Her father was a good fellow. You know, everybody loved him, even though he was a security guard. It was not difficult to extend grace to his daughter and all of that. 
Hey, that was all I did. There's another one, Nena. Nena was everybody's babe. She would give herself away for a farthing. Was was a big deal. Her dad and uncle foster, they, you know, took advantage of her when she was small. You know? Why am we going to that route? It's a very simple reason. It does not matter what the circumstances. What matters is that you have an identity. You may not be proud of your identity yet. And that's because you don't know the whole story. You do not know the whole story. If you have all the facts, then you will be able to, you know, brace up and chest out. I said to someone who was... um. You know, throwing tantrums, that's the way I saw it. Because they found out that they were adopted and their adopted adoptive parents didn't tell them on time. And so they were they they they, they were, you know, reacting to it. So who is who who are my biological parents and all of that? And so when it came to my attention, I I sat them down and I asked them, I said, um, none of us chooses how we got here. We just found ourselves here. We don't have that choice, but we have a choice of what we do with now that we're here. In your own case, that's talking about the the lady that was adopted. In your own case, somebody saw you and chose you. You could have been born by parents who didn't want you. But in this case, somebody saw you, went to where you were dumped, and decided that they wanted you. What could be more than that? And besides, all of us as Christians, we're all adopted. You can say, okay, uh, so who is my grandfather? Don't have grandfather, don't have grandfather, all of that one. We are all, anybody that is Christian, anybody that found themselves on this side of eternity, we're all adopted children. Hear what Jesus, what the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 9. He said, but you are a chosen people, you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Guess what? All of us were called out of darkness. Your darkness may not be mine. It may be your, the, your, the circumstance of your birth may not be like it is for me, but all of us, without exception, we were called out of darkness. And our identity, when we trace it and trace it and trace it, we find it back in God. The other thing that we must find in this life, even as we try to answer all the questions that life throws at us, is that we're all travelers. We're sojourners. We don't belong here. We came from somewhere and we're going back to somewhere. That's why that is not your choice to make. You didn't choose to be born and you will not choose when to die. You didn't choose when you were born but you and you will not choose when to you to die but whilst you are here you have to pay attention to some details the fact that god takes particular care concerning detailing who gave birth to who where do you come from and all of that what environment shaped how you grew it means that you too should pay attention because if you don't know who you are if you don't know where you are from, you will not appreciate where you are now and certainly not regard where you are going. Proper appreciation would make you celebrate God's goodness and faithfulness in your life. Proper appreciation of where you are coming from, where you are at now, you know, will make you appreciate what God is doing in your life. You will see the goodness of God. 
Another thing I want us to look at is the fact that traveling through life takes you through stuff. So it is um in the minds of the romantics that, oh, you just coast through life. It doesn't work like that. Anybody that is anybody in this life, when you sit them down, they have their own story. There's a, there's a saying that in the local parlance, it says in, from the black pots that the white pap comes out. From the ugly, from the ugly situation is where you get beauty. Any precious stone, metal, anything comes out from a, from an ugly situation. Whatever it is, whether it is gold, it is silver, it is diamond, it is pearl, it is coral, all of them came out from ugly situations. If you are traveling through life, you will go through stuff. Some of them will be good, very good. Some of them will be bad and they will be very bad and some damn right ugly. No matter the highs, the lows that you come through, you would always have, you must always have a song and a dance. You must always have the right perspective to think. I always like to say, let us even imagine that your your life is fraught with pain, but you know that it actually puts you in a special class, you know, because pain is a friend. Pain is the alarm clock, is the one that wakes you up and points you in the direction that you ought to be looking at. You know what? You Many times when we call the devil, the devil has nothing to do with what's going on with us. It may be how we are, we are being shaped. It may be what is with the exam that we are writing to go into the next season of our life for us to be promoted. If you ever went to school, you would have taken tests. You would have been examined. And if you never passed those examinations, you would never have been promoted. So, from today, I want us to stop looking at the things that has come to us in life as as if they are they are something that it's 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 a it's a bad it's a bad thing, you know. Let us look at this question of identity and see. I I, I usually I like to look at life from the half full you know scenario, the half the half full cup. In other words, Everything is working out for my good. The good, the bad, the ugly. It is, they are all working out for my good. Everything. God is using all the situations in life to work out for my good. Where I come from, I was talking to my brother some two days ago and I was like, you know what? I'm really so proud of my pedigree. Because what my parents didn't have in monetary terms, they had in values. They had in self-worth. And you cannot pay for that. What I got from my parents is priceless. They gave me an identity. They made me believe in myself. They made me believe in God. They made me believe that I matter. They made me, they pumped me with such confidence to the point that I am so bold I can confront anybody. I'm never cowed in front of, in any crowd. And that's kudos to my parents who really didn't have much education. They just had the basics. But somehow they were graceful or they were graced to know that some things trump money and material resources. What they gave me was a sense of belonging. They gave me a sense of identity. For instance, the way we greeted in my house, you greeted and you got a hug. 
there was physical touch, I was never rebuffed by my parents. Never. Even when I did something wrong. Yeah, maybe my mother was a little tougher on us than my father was. But you see, you know what? Even when I got reprimanded, the very same vein, I got acknowledged. So I did not have a problem with wondering who am I, who am I not? Because I knew if there was nothing going on well at all, there is a place I can go to where I'm accepted. And I dare say that the way God has fashioned my life, the way God has graced me, now my parents are gone, all me and my siblings, we are I love my siblings because we came out from the same thing. Our identity, I will not trade my identity. I will not trade my identity. I will not trade where I come from. I am black and proud. I'm glad to come from Waterside where I come from because my village is beautiful. It is a village, but it is beautiful. And the people are kind. The people are nice. I'm proud to belong to that. Beyond all of that, I am grateful that I belong to the family of Christ. I'm grateful that I am elect of God. I'm grateful that he chose me. I'm grateful that he separated me unto himself. I'm grateful that he made me who I am in Christ. I'm grateful that he gave me, he gifted me the way I am. I'm grateful that God gave me a voice. I, he, he put me amongst the elect in light. I am so grateful and honestly, I hope you are too because you matter in the matter. I need you to know that if this is all you ever hear from me in life, understand this, you matter in the matter. If you are still alive, you are important. We need you. Life needs you. Don't listen to any naysayers who says that what is your life worth? Your life is worth a lot. If it is worth having Jesus leave everything to come for you, it is worth having Jesus give you a surname. It is worth having Jesus marry you. You understand that? You are amongst every other and Jesus chose you. That's what your life is worth. You are worthy. You are worthy. Hear it. Say it to yourself. I am worthy. You are worthy, my dear friend. That is what I want you to know. Understand this. No matter who, who gave birth to you, even if they picked you up from the gutter, you were dumped, but they found you and, and you are here now. That's an identity. Look what, look what the Lord has done. Look how you have turned out. That is good. That is a story that is the world is waiting to hear. I want you to, from today, hold your head high. If they ask you, who are you? Say, I am. I am. I belong here and I matter here. I'm so grateful that you have been following me as we talk, to, talk about the identity question. We're going to be looking at it from all kinds of angles. My aim in this matter is at the end of the day, I want you to be able to stand and to look at life and talk back to life, talk back to the voices and say, I matter. I know who I am now. I know who I am in Christ. I know what he has made me. And I'm an asset to this generation. That's what I want from you. 
And whilst we're at it, I want you to please, 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 please subscribe to this channel and then avail yourself of the many resources that Anna Jadia has put out there. They're all available on Amazon. I have written a couple of books and I'm still writing anything. Whenever God gives me the matching orders, I go ahead and I put it down in writing. That's because I know that my voice matters. I know that my generation is waiting for what I have to say. I know that there's a whole lot out there, a lot of folk out there that need to hear God through me. And they need, my, my job in life really is to push you, to wake you up into what God has made you and to push you into your destiny. And by God's grace, as long as I have breath in me, I will continue to do that so that at the end of the day, we can all attain into the fullness of the measure of Christ. So talking about the books that I've written, there's Walk With Me in the Footsteps of Jesus. This is just for anybody who is interested in coming to a deeper level with Christ. What I find in today's Christianity is a lot of people don't really want to follow Christ. They just want what Christ gives. You can never really get the best out of him that way. Nobody wants to be used Christ inclusive. I, I There's strength for the journey. That acknowledges that the journey of life sometimes can be tough and you need to be guided. There is you will marry well. That talks about all aspects of marriage. Actually, that talks about the aspects of marriage that the church and many of us don't like talking about, but we must address because there are situations that face us on a daily basis. There's navigating the night season. This is documenting a season in my life that was really dark and I didn't think I would come out, but I'm glad to tell you that I'm on the other side. I've since faced other dark nights and all of that, but that book would tell you you are not alone. Don't let the devil ostracize you and make you think that whatever you are going through is that, uh, is that, yeah, is all that. There's nothing, there's nothing special. There's no temptation that has come upon you that is not common. That's what the Bible says. There is, um, heart matters, life matters. That's us looking at everyday wisdom nuggets from the book of Proverbs. This prayer works. That's, I, I, the truth is, I don't even know which of the books that I've written is my best, but I really particularly like prayer works. And that is my own. I have found that prayer works. That's why I like to pray and study the word of God. And there is walking. The very latest one is walking the way of the cross. That is an Easter story. Those us documenting all the events that led to Easter. And I'm working on another one which is what I'm giving you snippets of right now. You are made by God and you matter in the matter. That's what I want you to know. So subscribe to this channel, hit notification button. Don't just be a passerby so that whenever anything drops, actually it will drop every Tuesday at eight o'clock Nigerian West African time. Whenever anything drops, you are the first to get notified and you can be blessed, send it, share it with other people, and together we will make our Father proud. God bless you. I am so glad you came out to join me today. And know this, I love you, but God loves you more. God bless you, my dear friend. Have a wonderful day.